You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Local voices, local conversations. Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com. The Napa Valley Unified School District just received a grant from the federal government that will enable middle school students in our four comprehensive middle schools to get greater mental health services in 2015, 2016, and beyond. Here to give us some background on this grant and tell us a little bit more about what's going to be happening, I'm joined by Yvonne Chaitis. He's the Director of English Language Learners and Alternative Education Services for the Napa Valley Unified School District. Yvonne, thanks so much for joining us. Ah, thank you. Great to have you here. First of all, tell us a little bit about this three-year grant that uh, the district has gotten and what it's going to enable us to do. Yes, uh, we're very excited about this uh, grant that we received for four of our uh, comprehensive middle schools. So four of our middle schools, which are Harvest Middle School, Silverado Middle School, Redwood Middle School and American Canyon Middle School will re- be receiving uh, about uh, uh, $400,000 uh, per year. And those services are going to be mostly in, uh, in staffing in terms of a uh, half-time social worker at each school, uh, a part-time psychologist to work with uh, those schools, um, also a, a part-time project director, and then uh, quite a bit of training for our teachers, um, for our parents, for our students, uh, different curriculum. Um, so it's going to be very nice to be able to provide additional mental health services for our students uh, at our middle schools. And we should point out that this is a grant from the federal government, from the U.S. Department of Education. That is correct, yes. This is a federal grant. We applied for three grants. Um, and we're very excited to get one of the three grants. Uh, we did apply for our elementary schools as well um, and our high schools, but we got the one right in the middle, so that was nice to get one of the three. Talk a little bit about why you think this is so important and will be such a great service, particularly for our middle schools. Um, middle school, is a, it's a very uh, interesting time for our, our students. It's a time uh, of, uh, you know, they're going through a lot of... Uh, development physically and mentally and uh, they're going from uh, you know being in a safe place in terms of uh, in a classroom one classroom with you know with one teacher the whole day in elementary and then transitioning to middle school where now they have six or seven teachers and they're transitioning from being with 30 kids all day to being with about 150 students or, or, or friends or uh, classmates um, and it's a very time of uh, interesting time of development mentally as well. Um, and our kids uh, at the middle schools uh, are, you know, starting to uh, ask themselves, you know, you know, dip, you know, explore different things in life as they transition, if you will, to uh, to uh, young adulthood. Um, one thing that's very interesting is uh, we every every other year we do a, a survey. It's called a California Healthy Kids Survey. Uh, the last one we did was in 2013, so we'll be doing this survey again in this fall of 2015. It's called California Healthy Kids Survey. Uh, one uh, important data point that, that we noticed was that uh, in Napa, uh, about 27% of our students uh, did mention of uh, having some type of, uh, you know, a variety of stress uh, or, uh, you know, if you will, in terms of, uh, for example, just depression, those type of feelings. Uh, 
and uh, so that was very alarming for us. And we said, you know, this, the data is is pretty high. We need to do something, you know, for our students uh, who are feeling, you know, are starting to feel sad or hopeless. This is just for the comprehensive middle schools. Is that correct? So for uh, for comprehensive middle schools, American Canyon Middle School, and then Redwood, uh, Silverado, and Harvest. Is this just something that is going to focus on at-risk kids, or is this really something that's going to be available to the general population? This is for all students, uh, so it will be for the general population. And what will actually be provided within the schools? What will be available to them? Uh, so they're going to have the, 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 the specialist, the social worker, focusing on mental health, so improve mental health, the, improving the student ratios. Uh, to access for, um, you know, in terms of uh, that direct service or group type of therapy. Uh, we're also going to be able to implement social-emotional curriculum. Uh, we'll be able to uh, bring in uh, experts from the field to, to work with our teacher, uh, teachers as through professional development. Uh, we'll be able to uh, also have... Uh, partner with some of our external partners such as uh, that are in the community to bring in those community-based services as well uh, to help with our work as um, and but a lot of uh, you know uh, curriculum uh, restorative practices we have a big component in our district called positive behavior intervention support um, where we have a variety of uh, strategies and trainings and curriculum for our schools um, so really, we're going to be able to integrate the services uh, for mental and behavioral health for all of our students uh, at our middle schools uh, with the focus on uh, social-emotional learning, restorative practices. One of the things that the grant provides is the establishment of, of what you're calling a wellness center at one of these schools. Explain what that's all about. Uh, yes. Uh, well, we're, so in terms of a wellness center, um, right now we're exploring the actual physical space, uh, the grant is allowing us to have all the components uh, of a wellness center for, uh, with a social worker, the mental health, uh, the counselor, the academic counselor, uh, the, the nurse, um, or, you know, for, uh, and uh, so right now we're looking to, you know, we haven't determined a specific site yet because of, uh, you know, you've got to have a restroom if you're going to have a nurse, so we're looking at what would be the best location to have a, a wellness center. And we're also working with uh, the, our Napa Valley Education Foundation. It's one of their goals to uh, provide, uh, you know, support for uh, wellness. Um, so we are still determining what site's going to get this pilot of, of a wellness center. What coordination was there in creating this grant with mental health, health services that already exist in Napa County? Well, there was quite a bit. So this was a, definitely a, a team effort. Um, it was uh, done in conjunction with uh, many of our uh, community agencies uh, through uh, Napa County Health and Human Services, many local uh, nonprofits. Uh, you know, we worked with a variety of experts that already ex that exist here, such as Aldea, Cope. Uh, um, so it was nice to really sit down in a room together to write this grant uh, with uh, many eyes and many input from the community and from district specialists as well. 
tell our listeners a little bit about what goes into writing these grants. People hear all the time that, that somebody got a grant or a grant was written and, and, like in this case, successful. But what goes into that process? It's a, it's a, very, it's a, it's a very big process, you know. Um, the, uh, to get a, a grant of, you know, $1.2 million, it doesn't just happen just by simply just writing, uh, you know, uh, one or two pages. It really, there's a lot of detail. You really have to begin with the end in mind. Think about what is the outcomes that you want to see uh, with this funding. Usually there is requirements in the grant. It'll tell you what the money specifically is for. So you start with that, looking at the grant. What are the objectives? What is it that uh, the grant, the purpose of the grant? So what you do is we get together with the experts and we start to backwards map or and with the thinking with the end in mind. You look at the, the uh, amount of money, so you also plan how are you going to use every dollar? Are you going to need uh, technology, computers? Are you going to need to hire people, materials, supplies, trainings? So really developing a budget and then begin writing why the need, what's the need using data um, and then job description. So part of it is, so these people are going to hire, what is their job description? So really working with human resources to develop uh, job descriptions or to use job descriptions that are already in place. Um, so it's a very, very comprehensive, very detailed, uh, and uh, it definitely has to be a input for many people. Um, yeah. When does this go into effect? This, uh, when, well, it goes into effect. It started May 1st, so it already is in effect. We are currently um, in the process of uh, posting and advertising for the positions. So, right. Um, but the grant started May 1st, um, and it goes, the, the funding is May 1st through the end of uh April of 2016, and that's how the government, the federal government, uh -huh. is funding that, which is an interesting cycle. But that's uh, so. Yeah, we, we already started. What happens with these programs after the grant expires? This is a three-year grant, and and if these programs go into place, and ostensibly they're going to be very successful and very helpful in our middle schools, what happens at the end of three years? So at the end of three years, what happens is we definitely need to develop a sustainability plan, uh, how to sustain these positions. Uh, right now, we, we look at, um, you know, through there's an evaluation process that happens with this grant. So you do an annual uh, evaluation. Um, the plan is that we're able to sustain these uh, social workers pending the outcomes are met. Also looking at how do we use the funding that we get right now from the state to be able to uh, look at, you know, right now we're, we have this much money, are we able to continue doing this work with what we have? Um, so that's definitely an interest of sustainability and planning that now and not waiting for when the money runs out. Talk a little bit about what happens over the summer. I mean, this comes into play now. The school year is almost over. Will the, will the summer involve continuing to set this up and put it all in motion? Yeah, so this summer, uh, it's a very short summer for us here. Um, we will definitely be uh, being, uh, doing the interview process, identifying, posting, interviewing, um, putting together the plan, working with our principals at the middle schools. We yesterday had a meeting with all of our principals to talk about 
just the, the, the plan and setting the, the trainings up. So right now we are we haven't ident have not identified a project director yet. So there's a, a few of us here at the district office that are doing this work right now. We need to do uh, you know memorandums of understandings or MOUs contracts with a variety of trainers. So right now we're putting everything into place so that uh, when school starts, uh, we're, we're you know we're we're, we're going. The, so that's what we're doing right now. Well, I thank you so much for coming on and uh, telling us all about this. Yvonne Chidas, Napa Valley Unified School District, I thank you so much for coming on NapaBroadcasting.com and bringing us up to date on all of this. Well, thank you very Thank you for this opportunity to speak uh, about this great opportunity for our kids. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio, for the way we live now.